Life Church, it's so great to be with you today. Whether we're meeting in person or online, we are honored that you have chosen to be a part of this weekend service. And I, Aaron Cole, the senior pastor, am delighted to be able to bring a word to you this weekend, kind of a, a vision, kind of a go fight win pre-game speech as we kind of get into this fall. Uh, I love fall. Fall is my like favorite time of the year. And uh, man, I, I love plaid. <laughs> I, I love a little bit of crisp weather. Uh, I love uh, fall sports and, and uh, uh, everybody likes uh, pumpkin pie and pumpkin spice lattes and pumpkin whatever. It just doesn't matter. I, I love fall. And, uh, and everybody loves that, that food group, candy corn. Amen. Can I get a witness? That's my favorite vegetable group is candy corn. But, um, but in fall, it's always, for me, it's a great time to kind of, it's the beginning of a new school year. It's the beginning of a new season. It's kind of a, a new good start. And so this time of the year, I like to, um, I like to take a, a weekend service just to kind of share my heart, give a little bit of vision, maybe kind of fan the flame a little bit and kind of give a go fight win speech. And so today I, I want to talk to you about pioneering again, pioneering again. So if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1, I'm going to get there in just a second. But uh, in, in, in all full disclosure, uh, this, this conversation, this talk, this message was inspired by uh, a talk that I heard Brian Houston of Hillsong do. It it's, uh, was something that really kind of connected with me and was like, yeah, that's what it's all about. That's what the local church is all about. And so, so, so I want you to hear my heart today as we talk about this. It's, it's about an attitude. It's not really just what we're doing, but it's more of an attitude. It's, it's, it's a mindset, which I think is really important in this season that we've been in, this, this COVID season that began in March, and it just continues to, to linger and kind of hang out. It, it's, a, it's an attitude, a mindset of just saying, hey, it's not just what we're doing, but why we're doing it and how we're doing it. And so regardless of what's happening, regardless of maybe physical restrictions of what we can do or where we can go or what may happen, this attitude can pervade uh, us. And, and, and whether we're virtual or whether we're in person, this attitude of pioneering can be a part of it. Whether, whether life is something that we really are enjoying or, or right now it's just it's a little bit more difficult, it can still be an attitude. And the Bible is full of pioneers. I mean, we, we go all the way back to God himself was this creator, this innovator, uh, uh, you know, from how he spoke the world into existence. And, and then we see in Adam and Eve, you know, God gave Adam the, the role and the responsibility to, to have dominion over the face of the planet and for him to name all of the critters that, that crawled along the, the surface of, of this place called planet Earth. And, and, and then we, we see people like Noah, who, who God helps and God speaks to, and he builds an ark. Uh, and because he said that God told him that it was going to rain, there was going to come a flood, but yet there had never been rain. Up until that point, the, the ground was watered from, from the ground up, in essence, from, from internal springs. But, but Noah believed in what God said, and he followed God, and he trusted God, and he built an ark before there was ever any rain. And God saved Noah and his family. And, and you get into the New Testament, you see people like the Apostle Paul and, and Peter and, and, you know, even, even John, who writes the book of Revelation, who of all the disciples, you know, they, they 
they martyred the rest of the disciples, but he wasn't martyred. He died on the Isle of Patmos, but they tried to kill him. They tried to boil him alive, but yet he wouldn't die. And so he's, he, he's, he's banished. He's, he's imprisoned on this Isle of Patmos, and he writes the book of Revelation. I mean, just pioneers all throughout Scripture. And you and I, we, we pioneer all the time. By, by pioneering, what I mean is that you're creating new paths. You're, 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 you're thinking of new ways. You're, you're, you're not just taking the same old, same old, or just, it's just the same thing and the same. No, you're creating. You are uh, giving life to. You are, are, are going in new places and maybe finding new ways to go about what it is. And so in your family, you're pioneering. You're having to create new things. Some, some of you are in this season with virtual school. You're having to do things you never thought you could do, but you're doing it. You're doing it. And, and you're, you're pioneering in your career. You know, th this, again, you're creating new things. You know, may maybe you came from a family that you're the first person to go to college or you're the first person to, to move out of state or you're the first person to do this and to go take a job here or, or a job in a completely different sector or, or, or part of society, but yet you're doing it and God's hand is upon you. And so you're pioneering in the ministry that God's called you to. All of us as Christ followers, we're all called to be ministers. So whether it's vocational ministry or marketplace ministry, so you're creating new paths, you're doing new things. Maybe you're, you're kind of even re, realigning and, and reimagining what could be and what should be. It's this pioneering experience. It's this pioneering uh, type of, of attitude. Uh, we, we see in, in, in our world, just in history, um, you know, Martin Luther King Jr., one of the most influential civil rights leaders of, of, of our time, um, marching and preaching and reaching for civil, civil rights and social justice. I mean, he, he changed the course of how we viewed civil rights in this country and, 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 and did so in a way with such class and with such dignity, but such change. He was a pioneer. Susan B. Anthony, uh, you know, she, she participated in her first women's rights convention in 1852. And for the next 54 years, she played a pivotal role in the women's suffrage movement and ultimately to get women the right to vote. And now it just continues to blossom and to go. Again, she's a pioneer. Amelia Earnhardt pushed the boundaries of aviation. Not only was she the first person, uh, uh, the, well, the second person to fly across the Atlantic Ocean solo, but she was the first woman to do so. Pioneering, this is, a, this is the DNA of, of not only the church of Jesus Christ, but, and we're gonna see that in just a minute, but it's the DNA of life church. This is, this is what we're all about. We are a pioneering church. When someone tells us that you can't do it, we just say, hey, you know, here, grab a Diet Coke and a bag of Funyuns and watch it happen. When, when people say it's just too difficult, it's just too hard, we acknowledge the truth of that, but, but this is what God's called us to do. I told somebody one time, I said, sometimes pastoring and pioneering a church and, 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 and basically doing what we're doing, it feels like you're living in a land where nobody wears shoes. But man, once you get a pair of shoes on people's feet, you will sell them for life. It's that pioneer spirit. It's that we can do this. It's not going to be easy. It may not be fast. It, it may take some time. But we know that God has called us. God has placed his mission in our heart and that we're going to go into our world and we're going to preach and teach the gospel and we're going to see lives changed and ultimately you know, hell reduced and heaven filled. That, that's, the, that's the whole DNA of the church. Life church, 
started 20 years ago this month, this weekend. 35 people met at Germantown High School and believed that God could do something, that God wanted to do something. They pioneered. They believed that it wasn't just about steeples and stained glass. It, 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 it wasn't about great programs and, 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 and multi-million dollar budgets. No, it was a belief that there were people in Washington County that needed the love and the, and, and, and the grace and the goodness of, of Jesus Christ, the gospel message, that there needed to be this life-giving church in this community. So 20 years ago today, 20 years ago this weekend, that group of lion chasers, that group of pioneers met at Germantown High School and began what we now know of as Life Church. In 2002, just two years into that journey, Tammy and I came in and, 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 and there were a hundred people at that point in time and, and it had not been easy and it, it had not been just you know, again, there was nothing easy about it. It was, it was rough. It was tough. And, and there were some real downturns and some, some real struggles. And there were conversations, is, is Life Church going to make it? And is this going to happen? But God had put in my heart, and I, I'd never been to Wisconsin. I, I'd been to like to Beloit where it said, uh, welcome to Wisconsin. and took a picture. And I remember it was April and it was snowing. And I thought, who in their right mind lives here? Little did I know that I would spend two decades of my life here. L little did I know I'd raise my family here. Little did I know that that's where God was going to send me. But God put this pioneering spirit in me and connected me with this group of pioneers here at Life Church to that hundred people. And so we began. And, and then in 06, we, we, we purchased the, the strip mall, which became the Germantown, the campus for Germantown. And, and then in, in 2013, God led us to go to Appleton and began a campus there where we started it in a movie theater. And, and, and then in 2018, God put in our heart again to to not just stay in the suburbs or not just stay in, 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 very, in very nice kind of suburban communities, but let's go into the heart of the city that we needed to start a thing called Life Center. And then out of that, we developed the Life Church Milwaukee campus. And then in 2019, Life Church, we didn't just stop. We, we have a desire to want to go to all four of these major counties north of 94, from Milwaukee County to Washington County to Ozaki County and Waukesha County in 2019 opened up and we began and the Brookfield campus. And then from there, just a few weeks ago in 2020, we just were able to purchase a beautiful facility in downtown Appleton for the Appleton campus. And I just got the numbers yesterday. And, and the reality is, is that there were as many people at the Appleton campus this time last year as there were in the middle of this pandemic, because the church is growing and God is moving because there's this pioneering spirit. And I believe that though the past be glorious, the best is yet to come. And, and big things are coming out of this pioneering spirit. In the New Testament, I want to get into this. The New Testament gives us dozens of examples of how the church is being established with this pioneering spirit. Look at Acts chapter 1, verse 8. This is where it all begins. Jesus says these words to the disciples and those who are in the upper room about the birth of this New Testament church, this pioneering church. He says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem. That's where they were. Judea, which was a little further out. Samaria, which was not a place that they went to, they typically avoided. And even to the ends of the earth is far as you can think, as far as your mind can imagine, as far as your eyes can see and even beyond. And that's exactly what happens. 
In Acts chapter 2, the very next chapter, you read the first four verses as they're in the upper room and they're in the city of Jerusalem. The Holy Spirit is poured out upon that group of, of, of pioneers, that group of, of New Testament believers. And, and then Judea, they be, the church begins to grow and it begins to spread. And it, it, Jerusalem cannot contain it. So it begins to go beyond Jerusalem and it begins to go to the outskirts and to, to the Judean uh, uh, hillside and countryside. And then Samaria, Acts chapter eight says that Philip goes to the city of Samaria. And again, fulfilling what Jesus Christ said. And then there is this persecution that begins to push all of the disciples and all of these believers to the four corners of the known earth at this point in time. Acts chapter 10 tells us that of the first Gentile believers that are saved, those are the ones that are outside. And from Acts 10 on to, even to today, we're still receiving the benefits of that pioneering spirit. Because the truth of the matter is Jesus said it and the disciples acted upon it. And that's the same spirit that we have. See, it's the same message that continues to spread today, even right here in Wisconsin. And so what does it mean to have a pioneering spirit? What, 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 what is this all about? I just want to give you four statements about pioneering. And I'm going to tell you, these four statements will apply whether you're in business, whether you're doing something new in your own personal life as a personal statement. Maybe you're making a, a change or a shift or a pivot or I'm going to apply it to the church if that's okay, because that, that's something that we're all connected to. But these four things, whether you're starting a new business, starting a new career, going to a new, a new dimension in your life, four statements about pioneering. Number one, a pioneer takes territory previously considered uninhabitable and realizes its potential. Let me say that again. A pioneer takes territory previously considered uninhabitable and realizes its potential. Philip takes the gospel to Samaria. Peter takes the gospels to the Gentiles, to the outsiders, previously considered unreached and suddenly they're reached. And you are here today because somebody went before you into a place that was considered uninhabitable and found potential. We talked about this a couple weekends ago when we talked about the two seats in every church, the thank you seat and the you're welcome seat. This is the thank you seat. Somebody provided a seat for you. Whether you're watching online or whether you're in person, somebody provided a seat. Somebody believed 20 years ago, 35 pioneers got together and believed that God wanted to and that God could and that God should do something. Little did they know they wouldn't just affect one city and one county, but they would, account, they, they would affect up right now four counties. They wouldn't just, uh, just affect just Wisconsin, but they would begin to help plant churches in the nation. They would be giving money all around the world because the deal is, is that it, it's that mindset. It's that pioneering spirit. And that's what you and I are beneficial of. Can I just say this? I view myself as a pioneer. I, I love planting and the creating and the going and the doing and the innovating. But the truth of the matter is, there were a hundred people here when Tammy and I got here. There were a hundred pioneers that we met and all I did was connect my pioneering spirit with theirs to say, this is what God wants to do. This is what I believe God wants to, to, to be in our community. That God doesn't want us just to reach this area, but he wants us to reach our city, our, 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 our region, our state, our nation and our world. And, and, but I'm the benefactor of people that went before me, two years before me, that believed that God could and that he would, that 
pioneering spirit that they, it was considered uninhabitable. I can't even tell you when I first got here how people were like, man, that's crazy. Why are you going there? Uh, you're you're, you're going to freeze. Uh, a couple of pastors kind of had the sideline bets if I'd even last the winter. Um, and, 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 and there were just people that were like, man, this, you, you're not going to be able to accomplish this. It's just too difficult. Even when we were looking for property, I can't, can't, cannot express how frustrating that was to me of how many doors would shut and, and how many people wouldn't even, wouldn't even show me a building because we weren't big enough. We, we didn't have a big enough bandwidth. We, 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 we didn't have. And, and, and I remember sitting on the parking lot at the Germantown campus just going, God, what are you going to do? And how is this going to do? But I'm telling you, God began to open doors. God began to, to build. God began to, he, he began to see and, and he honored that pioneering spirit. And, and he called us to this. And, and he hasn't released us from this. Amen. That we're, we're, some people go, well, when, is you, when are you going to quit when everybody gets saved? When are you going to quit when, when, when there's no more seats left? When do you want to quit when, when manufacturing doesn't even produce any more seats? Amen. We are going to go as long as we can. We're, we're, we're going to give as much as we can. We're going to love as much as we can. We're just going to keep going and going because that's the pioneer spirit. Because everybody else may say there's no way. Everybody else may say it's, in an, it's uninhabitable. Everybody else may say there's no way you can accomplish that. But with God, all things are possible. I know I'm really excited. I know I'm, I'm almost losing my voice here, but I just want you to understand there's no room in a pioneering spirit just to get comfortable and stagnant and just kind of coast. <laughs> no, 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 no. You'll never accomplish great things for God that way. You, you, you'll, you'll, you'll never feel the thrill of victory. Yes, sometimes there's the agony of defeat, but there's the thrill of victory because God begins to speak to you that something can happen and that it will happen and that it should happen. And you begin to believe. Second statement, a pioneer reaches the unreachable and includes the excluded. The pioneer reaches the unreachable and includes the excluded. The first three converts that are mentioned in the New Testament. Now we know that 3,000 people get saved in Acts chapter 2. But the specific individuals that we are given the account of that Luke tells us about are people who would be considered unreachable or kind of on the outside. First of all, you've got Simon the sorcerer, who's a wizard. He, witchcraft, I mean, he, he's completely on the other side. The Ethiopian eunuch in that time would have been a minority and an outcast. If you don't know what a eunuch is, you can look, at, look that up on your own time. But, but completely somebody that was just not part of the main fray of where things were. And then Acts chapter 9 talks about Saul, who we know becomes Paul, the apostle. He, he's a terrorist to the church. He spent his life persecuting Christians, finding Christian gatherings, and killing them. He's there when Stephen is stoned, the first martyr of the New Testament church. He's in the middle of all of it. Yet these are the three people that we're told right in the very beginning of the story, because of what God's doing, because of this New Testament church, these unreachable, excluded people all of a sudden go from the outside to the inside. Don't ever think that God can't do something. Don't ever think that someone is unreachable. Don't ever think that someone is just beyond where God wants to do. Remember, there's two things that are eternal. God's word and people. God's word and people. 
God's word will never pass away. And his word declares that he is for humanity. For God so loved you and I that he gave his one and only begotten son, that whoever would believe in Jesus would not perish, but would have everlasting life. Don't ever think that you can't be used by God, that, that God doesn't care about you. Again, in, in, in scripture right here, we see that, that Simon the sorcerer and, and the Ethiopian eunuch and, and Saul who becomes Paul, these, these people that are on the outside, these are the people that God chooses to save. Not just save, but these are the people that, that the Holy Spirit inspires Luke to begin to write about. I don't even have time to tell you all the stories of all the people from Life Church that weren't raised in church. It didn't come up in a church family, didn't come up in a church home. They're, they're, they're a first generation Christian. Oh, they might've had an affiliation with this particular church, or that, but, but, but they had no relationship with Jesus and how God brought them and God changed them and God saved them and God restored them and God redeemed them. God uses all of us. God uses broken people to reach broken people. God uses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise, the Bible says. God uses people that are up and over and down and out. God uses people of every background and of every imaginable. This is the pioneering spirit is that we don't ever look at someone and go, they're too far gone. No, no, no one's too far gone. No, 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 no place is too unreachable. I don't care where it is. God is building his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And I just want to remind you, Life Church, this is what we're about, that pioneering spirit. Third statement, a pioneer has vision that some will accept and others will reject. A pioneer has a vision that some will accept and others will reject. Whatever the vision is that you have for your life or your ministry or your career or your calling for the church, not everybody's going to get excited about it. Not everybody's going to be excited about God doing a new thing. Can I just tell you when you start a new church, not everybody's excited that you're starting a new church. And, and, and typically the people that kind of get ruffled, uh, their feathers ruffled, are, are the established church. It's, it's a religious elite. And the New Testament bears witness to this. It's filled with stories of, of just like we just talked about, of the uninitiated, the down and out, the, the, the up and over. And, 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 and we see Acts chapter 8, verse 8 says that there's great joy in the city, that God's doing great things. And the middle of, of God moving, uh, and there were still people that weren't having it. If you look at Acts chapter 6, I'm going to read these two verses. Acts chapter 6, verse 8 and 9. It says, Now Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, performed great wonders and signs among the people. Verse 9. But opposition arose. Great man, opposition arose, arises. However, from the members of the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, Jews of Cyrene and of Alexandria, as well as the provinces of Sicilia and Asia. And they began to argue with Stephen. In other words, they were angry about what God was doing. And who were they? They were members of the synagogue of the freedmen. They were former slaves. They were people who had newfound freedom. They had encountered grace for themselves, but they were opposed to the grace that was gonna be extended to people that were beyond them. They, they, they had found grace and salvation themselves, but they were standing in opposition of what God was going to do for someone else. See, the, the reality is, is that when God begins to do something in you and through you, not everybody's going to be excited. Not everybody's going to get it. That's okay. And the words of the great theologian, Taylor Swift, haters are going to hate. So just shake, shake, shake it off. Amen. Hezekiah 3.5. Just let it go. Let 
that's another one, right? Just let it go, let it go. I won't even try to sing that one. You, you just have, because here's the deal is, you are living life for the audience of one. You are pioneering and you are reaching people and God is doing something that may be different. It's consistent with his word, but it's different. And, and people try to put it in a box and you can't put it in a box because it's pioneering. It's a new road. It's a new trail. It's, it's something new that's being blazed. All right, I'm almost out of time. So let me give you the fourth statement about a pioneer. A pioneer defies the odds and pioneers again. A pioneer will defy the odds and pioneer again. We didn't stop with what God was doing in 2002 at Life Church. We believe that God wanted to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we could think or ask. Matter of fact, our, our financial uh, pathway of reaching people around the corner, around the world is called greater. Because the Bible says that Jesus says to the disciples and to us, greater things will you do because he goes to the Father for us. So those funds are about greater things, a new campus, reaching a new generation, touching people's lives in new cities and helping churches being planted in America, but not just in America, literally around the world, to the persecuted church who, man, way before this pandemic broke out, they were never allowed to assemble freely like we are able to. See, that's, that's what it's all about. Life Church, this is, this, let me remind you, we believe that God wanted to reach people beyond Germantown. So we began Life Church Appleton. And what's really funny about that to me is, is, is you know, we posted about the, the picture of the, of the new facility there in downtown Appleton, and we're so grateful for that, and we're so thankful for that. But it almost seems like I've had people say, hey, man, that's awesome. Did you guys just start that? Is that something brand new? And I'm thinking, no, it's been around for a long time, and it's not been an easy journey. And, and <laughs> it, it has just taken a lot of grit. It's really been, because sometimes pioneering is difficult, because it defies the odds. And you refuse to quit, you refuse to stop, you just keep going, keep going, keep going, and you, you don't stop and you pioneer again. So from Appleton, we go to Life, Life Church Milwaukee, from the Life Center that's there at 56th and Burleigh to the campus that's there. We believe that God wanted to use us to continue to reach the city that we're all connected to, the city that we love, this, this city of Milwaukee. And so we reached again and, 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 and we did that again and, and, and God showed up. And, and then again, we didn't stop there. Brookfield was another opportunity that just God just kind of gave us. It's, it's really, if you look at the timeline, how quickly these things are happening. It's, it's almost like there's going to be something else that's going to happen next six months. I'm not prophesying, but I'm not turning down anything but my collar. Amen. It's like God just keeps doing and keeps doing and keeps giving. It's like he can trust us. And he says, hey, this is a group of lion chasers. This is a group of, this is a band of brave men and women that are called according to my purpose in Christ Jesus. These are pioneers that actually believe that I can do anything I want. To do. I can do, I can send a great revival into the city of Milwaukee and, and, and they're willing to be used and, and they're humble enough to, to own their own mistakes. And, and if they fall, they get back up and, and, and they're going to love people and they're, they're going to reach people. And, and that's what it's all about. And it doesn't just stop with Brookfield. Even in the middle of this global pandemic, this, this coronavirus, how many know God doesn't stop? And so we pivoted just like a lot of other people did online. We've been doing online for a long time, but we really had to step that up and really had 
had to put some energy, but we reach more people with the gospel message of Jesus Christ this Easter than in the history of our church. And in the middle of all of this, the church is growing and doing, and there are capital projects of expansion at every single campus that we have. We, we, we just purchased a thousand new seats. Who does that when people are going, well, I don't know where we'll meet back together, and I don't know if it'll ever be like it is. Hogwash. Forget the naysayers. Forget the haters. I'm telling you, the church of Jesus Christ is growing. The church of Jesus Christ is expanding. This too shall pass. This coronavirus will pass. This pandemic will pass and God will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. It's almost like we're at a garage sale and the things that we don't need, they're being sold. But the essentials, that's what's staying and that's what God's doing. He's doing a pioneering new work in us and it defies the odds because we're gonna pioneer again and pioneer again. And this doesn't count the dozens of churches that you've helped plant all across this nation. It doesn't count the millions of dollars. We're 10, 12, 11 million dollars <laughs> And, and world missions that you've given just in the history of this church, it doesn't count all of that. It just, I'm just telling you, it's, it's, it's that pioneering spirit. I'm way too excited and I'm out of time. Today, I just wanna close with this. Do not let the state of things that are happening in our world keep you from this pioneering spirit. Do not let the enemy of your soul shrink you from doing what God's called you to do. Do not let fear control you. Do not let naysayers come in on you. Do not let people get in your mind and let that chatterbox of the opinions of people and, and just shut it out. Push it out. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Remember, it's he that's called you. It's he that's equipped you. It's he that's going to bless you. And it's he that's going to do it. He's going to do it in your life. He's going to do it in our life. I'm not building this church. Jesus is building this church. I'm not pioneering this church. Jesus is pioneering this church. We're all a part of this journey. And how amazing is that? <laughs> how amazing is that? So I want to encourage you. In this season, Life Church, do a couple of things. Invest in people's lives in order to develop a relationship with them that you can share the love of Jesus Christ. Neighbors, coworkers, friends, family, they're more open to the gospel of Jesus Christ, to, the, to good news than any other time. Don't preach at them, just love them. Just love people. Look for opportunities. Pray, Holy Spirit, give me an opportunity and begin to invest in people. And then in an opportune way, invite them. And you go, well, I mean, Aaron, I'm, I'm, I'm not even coming to Life Church in person right now. That's okay, invite them online. Invite them online. There are people that have began to attend Life Church, that they've made Life Church their home in this season, and they've never even come to a physical building yet. I know that kind of blows our mind, but it's, remember, we're a pioneering church. Invite them, invite them, share the good news of Jesus Christ. Next, serve, find places to serve. Serve at the church in person, serve at the Milwaukee, at, at Life Center Milwaukee, serve in your community, find needs and just serve people, serve people and do it in the name of Jesus. Another thing I wanna invite you to do and challenge you to give, to, to do is to give and to go. What do you mean by that? I'm not just talking about your finances. I'm talking about, I'm not just talking about your tithe. I'm talking about giving of your, of your talent, giving of your, of, of your time. 
Right now, you've, some of you, you, you've got more time than you've ever had. Give, invest it. God's given it to you for a reason. Invest that wisely. And, and, you know, and usually I would say, you need to go someplace. We, we need to go get on a mission trip. But the truth of the matter is we, we really can't go anywhere, can we? But we have missionaries all around the world. And the good news is they're not going, they're gone. <laughs> they're already there. So if I can't go, what do I do? I send. During this season, next weekend, you're going to have an opportunity for one day to feed the world, to take one day's wage and give it to the poor and the suffering of the world. Why not? God's blessed you. He's kept you. You haven't had to be on a bread line. What does one day's wage look like? What, what does that look like for you? Maybe you've been blessed and you've prospered in this season. Maybe you need to do two days wage. I don't know. That's between you and God. That's not my business. But I just want to encourage you, pioneer. Don't let this world and the things around here crowd you out from telling people about Jesus, from serving your neighbor and loving your neighbor as you love yourself, and from giving of your time and your talent and your treasure, where you're honoring God with bringing of your tithe, but also giving for missionaries around the world. And next weekend, one day to feed the world, giving one day's wage to the poor and the needy and the suffering of this world. We're going to partner with Convoy of Hope, who are feeding 300,000 children a day, who are ministering to needs all around the world with their women's empowerment uh, in Africa and, and, it's, and in Asia and, and all, the, all the things that they do, their agricultural initiatives to be able to bring sustainability and the love of Jesus Christ and the compassion. Give. Do not let what's happening shrink you down, but pioneer. I need to pray. Will you bow your heads with me and let me pray a prayer blessing over you? Father, I just thank you today for your people. And I thank you today, Lord, for their time. And I just pray, God, in these few moments that you would just really cement this in their heart, that this pioneering spirit of what you've called them to, what you've called us to as a local church. We're about reaching people. We're not about ourselves. It's never about us or let it never be about us. It's about people around the corner and around the world. And so I just pray that you would give us grace. I pray you'd give us wisdom. I pray God you'd open doors. I pray God you would send people across our paths, Lord, that need you. People across our paths that are far away from you. People across our paths that need the love and the gospel hope. And in those moments, Holy Spirit, Fill our mouths. That's what your word says. Fill our mouths with these words of life that we can share the love of Jesus Christ. Help us to invite people, whether it's in person or it's, it's online. Invite them to a life church service so that they can experience the love and the transformational message of Jesus Christ. Help us not to pull back in this season, but let us pioneer. Let us dream new dreams. God, let us innovate new innovations. Let us create new creations. We are made in your image and your likeness. You are a creator and you've given us the ability to create, to pioneer. Help us. And I pray, Lord, help us to give, help us to go until you come. In Jesus' name we pray. Your blessings be upon your church, this pioneering church, these pioneering people. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you and have a great rest of your day.